0: You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here and now it's time to get started. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle, and Today I am diving into how to fall in love with the entire manifestation journey. I think it is one of the most like frustrating feelings that I've experienced is when I am manifesting something, I know what I want to manifest, it's in process, but I'm like where the heck is it? And when I hit that point of wondering where it is, I start dreading the journey. I start feeling like, why am I doing all this work? Why am I saying all these affirmations? Why am I putting in this much effort if it's not going to happen? And I start creating this assumption and it puts me in such a vicious cycle where probably one of the most helpful shifts I've made is learning how to love the journey, learning how to fall in love with the entire journey. And honestly, as I'm saying this, you, I think, I don't know if I've talked about the book club, um, on my podcast, but Um, Tom and I are in like a co-ed friends book club and we read like different self-improvement books. And actually I haven't read the book for this month and literally book club is tomorrow, but it's only, it's a really short book. I've heard amazing things about it. It's called chop wood, carry water, and it's the book about falling in love with the journey. So the fact that I'm recording this today and that book club is tomorrow is such a beautiful synchronicity because I really need to listen to that book. But also, I think it is so helpful to realize that falling in love with the entire journey is a conscious effort, and it isn't necessarily our most natural response. It is very normal to feel frustrated when you're like, where the heck is my manifestation and is what I'm doing paying off? And I want to share some tips, essentially, and maybe some little anecdotes that have helped me learn how to consciously fall in love with the journey. And starting off, um, one of the biggest perspectives was I didn't want my life to be spent kind of waiting for the future. I noticed this even when I was working at KPMG, which was like my old job that I did manifest, that I spent my work life, like I manifested this amazing job, literally every single detail I wanted, but I still spent my life living for the weekends or living for like, I was more excited about the future of what's life going to be like once I have my own business, than I was excited about where I was at. And the fact that I actually manifested this awesome job, granted, I hated it. However, pretty cool that it was exactly everything I asked for. The hating it is on me, but it did deliver the universe did deliver and I did get what I wanted. And I noticed that pattern of never being able to enjoy where I'm at while just being in a state in a space that was exactly what I wanted. And or even if it's just an aspect of it, and I feel like one of the biggest things that helped me was like, what if I spend my entire life just never being satisfied? Like, if I look back, say, I'm on my deathbed when I'm 100 years old, and I look back at every single phase of life. Was I dreading or wishing for the future and just hating where I'm at? Like That thought and that imagery and that perspective of just dreadfulness and frustration and insatiability felt like the worst thing I could do for myself. It felt like the most wasteful thing to do with this like beautiful gift of life that I had. And... It's just a perspective that really hit home for me. I don't think it's a new perspective. I don't think it's groundbreaking, but just imagining and feeling that frustration and realizing that it's not a necessity and realizing that the frustration I'm feeling with where I'm at right now is a choice. Like I could by choice choose to feel better about my current situation even if it's not my final destination. I could by choice, because we control our emotions, we have the ability to control our emotions, I could feel appreciative. Do I want to? No. And realizing that like my lack of enoughness and that my lack of like feeling happy where I'm at, even if it's not exactly where I want to be yet, is honestly a way of me being like a stubborn little girl or a stubborn teenager, where it's like, I'm not where I'm at. So I'm not going to choose to be happy right now, or I'm not going to choose to be appreciative of what I do have. Like It almost felt like an act of rebellion, like through my inner teenager and acknowledging that was so helpful for me. An exercise you can do if this sounds exactly like you is write a letter to your teenage self, right? Whether that was you four years ago or whether that was you 14 years ago or 40 years ago, write a letter to your teenage self, not like your little girl or little boy, like five year old self, but like your 14, 15, 16 year old self write a letter to them tell them about your life. Don't think about it, but just write and give yourself a timer of 30 minutes. I know it's long, but I promise you there's a reason for it. And just write that letter and tell them about your life. Now it can become a conversation, but in that letter, you will probably realize that your teenage 16 year old self would be so amazed and inspired by the life you're living right now, your current reality, your teenage self might be like, oh my gosh, like good for you. That's pretty cool. And it might be the exact life that your teenage self was wishing for. Because you know how like, when you're a kid, all you want to do is grow up. And then when you're in high school, all you want to do is be in college. And when you're in college, all you want to do is have a real job. And when you have a real job, all you want to do is retire. That's that pattern of, insatiability and never being where my feet are that I really wanted to break out of because I felt like that was such a disservice to this energy of life that I have. And it put it in a perspective that it's not going to stop unless they decide for it to decide for it to stop because my natural instinct is to just not be happy where I'm at. And I think there's one level of ambition where it's like you're never satisfied and you always want to keep growing. I think that's beautiful. But if you're never satisfied and can also never appreciate how far you've come, I think that's where you can start to teeter on the line of burnout. Saying this from experience, I have burnt myself out in many forms, in my relationships, in manifestation, in my business, in all forms. I have created burnout because I wanted more, so I acted more but I could never appreciate the slight progress, even if it was super slight. So it's the biggest thing that helped me was understanding that it is absolutely a choice to enjoy the entire journey. Um, even though it is not my natural reaction and being kind to myself when it's not my natural reaction to actually enjoy it. Like acknowledging that it is uncomfortable to actively choose to enjoy not being exactly where you want to be and embracing that discomfort. It's such a simple philosophy. I know it's easier said than done. However, it is so life-changing when you can just admit to yourself and kind of admit to your logical mind yeah, I really don't want to be here right now, but I'm still choosing to be grateful that I am here or be appreciative that I have come this far because my 16-year-old self would think I'm kind of really, really cool. So seeing those perspectives and putting those perspectives was so, so helpful for me. Another thing, um, I don't know where I heard this Phrase, but it struck such a chord within me was be where your feet are. And I think I'm someone who has the possibility and tendency to overthink, overanalyze and over intellectualize everything. I think it is a very cultural thing. I think it is very like kind of a safety mechanism. Like I can outthink you and I can outsmart you. So then I'm safe. Like it was almost like a protection shield that I have used my entire life. Many situations, I knew if I didn't have the applied skills, I could pretend like I had the applied skills, or I could talk my way into learning the applied skills, or I could out-intellectualize in a conversation you. Sorry, that's a really poor, poorly said sentence. But I essentially used my overthinking, my overanalyzing, and my over-intellectualizing and over-understanding of things as a strength and as like a protection mechanism when being where your feet are reminded me like my feet are on the ground. And when we are too in our minds, when we are way too up here and motioning towards my head, we're not on the ground. We are floaty. We're a little bit too head in the clouds, which is not a bad place to be. But when you're always there, you lose sight of where you are. So being where your feet are, I think was a really perfectly said reminder for me to like feel like literally feel my feet on the ground like nothing crazy not even grounding just feel like my toes on the ground even do it with me right now just close your eyes maybe your toes are in shoes just wiggle your toes and like can you feel the sensation of the feet maybe you're hitting like a cord or you're feeling the carpet under your toes or you're feeling like the toughness of the sole of your shoe against your toes like just be where your feet are for a second. And that is immediately such a sense of grounding and being where I'm at. And it kind of brings me a sense of peace and be like, oh my gosh, I am here. And it puts things back into perspective because we can get so hyper-focused on the big goals, the big dreams, the big milestones that we want to hit that we completely undermine and underappreciate The little moments that are actually probably the biggest moments in our life. Like, my little moments of like waking up and doing my skincare, I put so much like pride and joy and like love into my skincare routine because I'm like, this is what I'm going to look back on. And this is going to be like, I had fun doing my skincare routine. And I think for a lot of girls, like, that is something that we all have loved. But looking at it from a way of loving, like, I'm just enjoying washing my face. Like that is so simple, but that's bringing me so much joy. And that is part of this manifestation process. Finding little micro moments of joy. Maybe you love that smell of like your coffee. Maybe you love just opening your curtains and seeing the sun poke through in the morning. Like what are those little micro moments that just stir you up inside? Like that kind of make yourselves do a little happy dance. Those are the little micro moments you can start focusing on and realizing it is actually really cool to be here. Sure. My manifestation isn't here yet, but Hey, at least I have my son peeking through the windows or at least I have my favorite face wash and giving yourself permission to enjoy the small things. I, for a long time, thought it was silly or childlike to enjoy the small things. And I looked down upon subconsciously people who did. I have people in my life who are so good at enjoying the small things and I totally judged them for such a long time because I was like, that's not a big deal. Like, and I was almost too cool to enjoy the small things. Maybe this is just me and my kind of family culture, but I realized like it is actually so dang beautiful and so helpful along the journey to enjoy and actively choose to appreciate the small things that are happening. My beautiful friend, I hope you're enjoying this episode. I wanted to hit pause for 15 seconds and share with you about my spiritual membership I created to help you raise your vibration and manifest with ease. I created Affirmant so you can have access to all and I really mean all of the spiritual tools you need to step into your higher self and watch your dreams manifest with ease. If you're really ready to dive into your spirituality and connect with your highest self, I invite you to join the Affirmant membership. More details are in the show notes if you're interested and now let's jump back in. Another little thing that has helped me really fall in love with the journey is making the journey fun, making the journey fun. It sounds like a very obvious answer, but it's like, what is your relationship with manifestation right now? Is it like a forceful thing that you're like school trying to study and like take a test and pass a test like that for very few people is fun. What is more fun is thinking of it like a game or like a playful thing or like a way for you to get to know yourself or a creative outlet. Like how can you reframe your manifestation approach, your manifestation practice to be something that you look forward to? If it feels like homework or like a chore, that honestly kind of sucks. Like why would you even want to do something that feels like a chore and making it fun is as always a choice, number one. But two, for me, what's really helped is blending it into the things I like doing. So taking that last point that I said, some of the things that naturally make me happy, like doing my skincare, opening the windows, taking a hot shower, I have made that part of my manifestation routine. I have literally blended things that I love and things that I want, aka manifestation, blended it, made it my lifestyle to where I am one always manifesting two enjoying when I do actively choose to kind of sit and do my affirmations or sit and clear my energy it's fun for me it's not like a chore or a task or a to-do list that someone is forcing me to do so you're allowed to tweak your manifestation practice to fit your lifestyle in a way that's exciting and resonating and fun for you to actually do because what the energy that goes into it is the energy that comes out of it. So if your manifestation is just a chore and like homework, it probably will feel like it when it comes. And my example of that is manifesting my dream job as a consultant. I was like, so focused on like being the perfect student and like manifesting my dream job out of college that I did, but I approached it like a student and it felt like such a lesson and such like a chore when it came. Like, It was everything I didn't want because the energy I was putting into it was similar to that. So realizing the energy you're putting into what you want to receive is the energy you're going to get once you do receive it. And it is a very kind of coexistent and mutual relationship that does make a difference in your manifestation journey, in your manifestation experience. So allow yourself to get playful and have fun with the manifestation journey in its entirety if you want to learn more about that, I do teach this in my step-by-step guide to manifesting as a lifestyle. I help you really simplify and take action along like very vague manifestation concepts and then teach you different ways to implement it into your daily life, into all levels of your vibration. So it's super easy to integrate in however you want to show up. And it's kind of my personal philosophy and approach to manifestation that's been universally applied to all of my desires and it's worked for all of my desires and it's worked for a lot of my students too so just a kind of little call out if that's something you're looking for and you want more help with that might really help you blend it into your lifestyle and another thing is is are you coming from the energy of wanting your manifestation wanting implies not having. Wanting implies that you don't have it. It implies and acknowledges the absence of it. So alternatives for, instead of wanting something so bad or wishing for something, those are all really acknowledging that it is not here and it's not coming anytime soon. So some other things you can do instead of want is appreciate. Um, I have enjoy written down. Sorry, that's kind of why I'm hesitating. I have enjoy written down, but I think that's too vague. So appreciate, just appreciate where you're at. You don't have to appreciate the desire. You don't have to believe that the desire is even already there. Just being in the energy of appreciation for what you have and where you are now is a form of you practicing appreciation. What you're practicing appreciation for is almost irrelevant. The way you're feeling is what's relevant. So you can want your manifestation or you can choose to appreciate where you're at now. See how that's kind of a full circle? You can also want your manifestation or you can choose to enjoy where you are now. So you have the ability to choose the way you feel. You have the ability to choose what energy that you're focusing more on. You can always want your desire, but you can also always appreciate where you're at, enjoy the current reality that you have created for yourself, even if you don't want it for long. You can also choose to start to feel like, hey, what is that manifestation actually going to do for me? And start to feel clear. Clarity is one of the most underrated feelings that I've recently discovered. So you don't have to even feel happy about where you are, grateful for where you're at, enjoying your current life. What if instead of focusing on wanting, you focused on knowing. Knowing with clarity, with certainty, what it is that you want, why you want it, and how it's going to impact your life. That strong feeling of knowing is a form of confidence. It is a form of certainty and assurance that is complete opposite of the feeling of wanting. So I think it's really easy to assume that how you feel about your how you feel has to be in relation to your manifestation. But no, how you feel throughout your day, whether or not it has anything to do with your manifestation impacts your manifestation because it's your vibration in totality is what's impacting your manifestation coming into your energy field. So if you're always sitting there wanting, then switch. You have multiple options, but think of what's the opposite of wanting for you. Think of different ones. I've given you three examples, and those are examples I practice all the time, but allow yourself to stop focusing on the want of it. Stop really acknowledging and admitting and reminding yourself of the lack and absence of it and start reminding yourself of the presence, the appreciation of what is here. And not only is that going to help you and help you manifest, but it's also genuinely going to help you enjoy the entire journey more. The last thing about enjoying the entire journey I want to say is once you can realize that like you're Thoughts are always a choice. Even if they are repetitive, you can break those repetitive cycle and think on purpose. You can choose to enjoy the entire journey. It will not be your natural response. It is not anyone's natural response to enjoy the entire journey. But you have the capability. You have the mental capacity to actively make that your priority if you really wanted to. The problem or the resistance that comes in is probably that inner teenager vibe coming through and saying, I don't want to enjoy it. And that's okay. Admit it, carry it forward with love and talk to it. But realizing that enjoying the journey isn't as hard. We just feel resistance to it. We might be scared that if we are enjoying where we're at, why would the universe give us more? We might be nervous that if we enjoy what we have, then we might not get more. And we might have these interesting patterns that prevent us from enjoying the journey. For me, I was unable to ever feel satiated because I thought it would stump my growth. I thought it would stop for me. I thought, satiation wasn't cool. So I never chose to feel satiated, but that was actually what was robbing me of my peace, which robbed me of my enjoyment of anything, which robbed me of manifesting so much more than I could have. So understanding that like falling in love with the entire journey doesn't mean that you're settling or that you're okay with where you're at. It means that you're willing to know that You are blessed while also not being exactly where you want to be and being open to receiving more that is here to serve you. So just a few tips that have really helped me fall in love with the entire journey and realizing that like I can do hard things when the journey feels like it is completely falling apart. um, The biggest thing that helps me is like the resilience that I realize that is within me when something gets really hard and I get through it is one of the most confidence boosting things. Knowing that I can do hard things or I can get through trying times is something that has created so much confidence within myself that if I had it quote unquote easy, if I had it where there was no speed bumps along the way or alternative routes that we took along the way, I probably wouldn't have the amount of confidence and inner knowing that like I can really do whatever I want. I can feel whatever I want and I can manifest whatever I want. And that amount of like certainty and confidence, I think is so unshakable at this point because I have gone through so many ups and downs. And so when those ups and downs are fluctuating, even if it's not your natural response to enjoy it, let it be your natural response to learn from it and reflect on it even if it doesn't start to be enjoyment let it start to be a source of here's an opportunity for me to think more here's an opportunity for myself to become more alert and aware of who i am and then you can go from there so I hope this episode helped you kind of learn a few more tidbits and perspectives that might help you fall more in love with the journey. You deserve to enjoy the entire process, not just the reception and receiving of the manifestation. I think that is one moment and the entire journey of manifestation is almost your entire life. And I would much rather us have a lifetime of joy rather than a few moments that we can reflect on so I hope this resonated with you and if you made it this far thank you for being here I love you bye thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media so I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today and I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy.